Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. I'm your host, Nick Polkuski, and here is Martin Grunberg. Martin, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the podcast. Nick, it is terrific to be here. How are you? I am doing phenomenal. I'm super excited because up here in Wisconsin, we finally broke out of freezing temperatures. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, it's great that that's happening. I'm just reflecting on... You know, the, the ocean temperature is like 62. <laughs> uh, There's spring breakers running up and down the uh, boardwalk here in Pacific Beach and Mission Beach. And half of them are from, I don't know, various Midwestern parts of uh, the U.S. So it's kind of funny. But yeah. uh, glad, glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it finally uh, got above 40 degrees. So I, I spent the time uh, the afternoon running outside. You know, in That's shorts cool. and a t-shirt. How, how many miles? Um, I actually ran for a little over an hour. Um, didn't actually measure how many miles it was. Well, I think that's a great tip for the reader slash listeners. Um, I think that's a great way to do it, actually. Just running for time as opposed to distance. Um, that way you're not focused on distance and you're just, you know, you're you're saying I'm going to run for 30 minutes or 40 minutes or an hour. Yeah. Really something that didn't occur to me to until many years ago. So great job. What else is going on? Uh, not a whole lot else. What's going on with you? Well, uh, my GTR is we managed to push out an update to the Android app. It's been about a year, so I'm, I'm thrilled. Um, really cool stuff. It's, it sounds like a joke. At a certain point, you have to give the users what they want, even though you may fight it. And so, um, for instance, every app has reminders and people become overwhelmed with reminders. So we would just say, use your calendar reminder. But again, at a certain point, you just give in because they are right. So they got the reminders. We got push notifications and... What else do we do? Oh, yeah, categories. So on, on the Mac or the iOS side of things, we've always had seven categories for the habits. And Android is lagged behind that a bit. So they are caught up as well. Awesome. Well, that sounds pretty cool for all those Android users out there. I think so. I think uh, they're going to be thrilled. Well, that's good. So, Martin, what are we actually going to be talking about on this episode? Today, Nick, I want to review something we're calling eight breakthrough strategies to become unstuck Mm. because being stuck sucks. (laughs) Yes, it definitely does. It does suck. Um, So before we dive in, I do you have any uh, story or comment yourself about being stuck? Um. Hmm. I guess no specific like example comes to mind right away, 
But I just, I can definitely remember times where I felt stuck, where I felt like no matter what I did, uh, it didn't seem to make any progress, didn't seem to move forward. And I can just remember the almost overwhelming feeling of frustration and you just kind of want to throw your hands up and kind of walk away. That is brilliant. Yeah, and I think that's why it's a recurring theme. Um, it is very frustrating, and everybody undergoes it, so that's kind of one of the reasons to talk about it. It, you know, it can seem like when it's happening to you, listener slash reader, that you're you're all alone, and and it's just you that the world is against. So I think it's worthwhile to go through some of these tips or strategies, if you will, and kind of break them down and just talk it through and, and share what, what we can about how to, how to bust through, how to break through being stuck. Yeah. Sounds good? Yeah, that sounds great. And so, Martin, before we actually even dive into that, yep. what, is, what causes people to kind of feel stuck or to get into that stuck position? Well, I, it, so it's a, there's a few things and, and that's what we're going to go through because I think when you understand how to get out of it, Perfect. you understand how you got in it. Got it. So I think as we go through this, that will reveal itself. How about that? Sounds great. All right. So the first one is better thinking and, or more accurate thinking. And that, that puzzled me a bit. It's something Brian Tracy once said. And in this case, so what he once said was successful people, and I'm paraphrasing, are better thinkers. They're more accurate thinkers. And so what that means in this case, if you're feeling stuck, really, you kind of want to check yourself. And what I mean by that is ask question. Are you really stuck? Can you look back a year or three years and analyze your position where you are versus where you were? I think some of it, to your earlier question, is it's a mindset because things aren't moving as fast as they could be, but they're still moving. So it's having that awareness, being more accurate with your thinking, being more aware that you know what, I'm not exactly stuck. Things just aren't moving as quickly as they could be. So, so measuring and looking back is a great way to do that. So you'd probably tell someone if they were going to use this strategy, the best way to kind of use it would be to actually start, put in place some sort of measurement. Yes. And again, to accurate thinking what are you, when you're stuck, who are you thinking about? Yourself. Correct. So the, the tip, kind of 1A here, part of better thinking is to think less about yourself and maybe ways you can serve, you can give, right? You can challenge yourself. You know, I know we've run probably this link to big brothers for the last, uh, I don't know, 12 episodes or something. But, yeah. but the point is what a great way to become unstuck when you forget about yourself and you find a way to serve and give. So that's the first, any comment there? 
No, I, th- I think that's a great one. I've, I know I've heard uh, Brian Tracy mention that a few times, and it it always intrigued me, and I it, it, I think it's a great goal to, to pursue. I think it's something that can be very difficult at times to actually have that accurate thinking, but it's something that we need to continue to work for work towards and to continue to f- uh, fine-tune. Yeah, uh, you know, we often find ourselves as our own worst enemy, and we'll probably share a little bit more on that later, I have a feeling. So let's move to number two, and this goes right to your open, my friend, uh, move. You've probably heard Tony Robbins say this, motion creates emotion. It's a classic statement, and it's a great one. So we are emotional beings. Being stuck is an emotional state as well as just a physical state or a physiological state. And so mentally, we're feeling a certain way. Physically, we're feeling a certain way. A great way to just jolt yourself out of it, as you, I'm sure, know, is to go for that 20-minute run or 60-minute run, right? Absolutely. Isn't that great? And so people may wonder why, like, other than the, the emotional component, motion creating emotion, the other thing you're doing is is you're bolstering self-esteem, you're taking control of your well-being, and all of that contributes to your happiness. So it's a great way to get unstuck. So that's number two. Number three, use your imagination. This is going to sound familiar to you. Use your imagination to create regret. Does that ring any bells? Yes, it does. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> no, what... that's fine. I'm not going to put you on the spot. So we've we've done the obituary exercise. Mm-hmm. I talked about that was what kicked off my Catalina paddle. Um, this idea that, holy shit, you could literally say this. Whoops. Holy smokes, I died. I died. I'm dead. What do I regret not having done? And, and I can guarantee you that will jolt you or help to bump you out of this feeling of stuckness because you quickly realize, oh, you know, shish kebab, I wanted to visit Paris. So maybe it's a year away, but you start researching, you look up places you can stay, you get excited about it. You take these little steps over time. And it's all because you asked that question. You've used your imagination and you've used emotion as well and created some regret. The book, the app, the Catalina paddle, the 32-mile ocean paddle, the Ironman all kind of came out of that question for me. So – I continue to repeat it. I was in a very kind of stuck place when that all came about. So there you go, bud. Awesome. So so now we have create more accurate thinking. You got to move and then to actually sit and create regret. So what's number four? Good one. He's taking notes. I love it. <laughs> so the, the fourth is it's so easy to feel stuck. If you begin the comparison game, you know, and you kind of beat yourself down, you're like, well, this person's doing this and 
and I keep seeing these, ironically, posts on Facebook about how Facebook is basically depressing people. Yeah. Um, so it's, and it, I think it's that there's that old 20, 40, 60 rule, if I can get this right. At 20, I was worried what everybody thought about me. At 40, I didn't care what people thought about me. And then at 60, I realized nobody was thinking about me. Have you heard that one? I have. I think that's a good one. (laughs) So, yeah, I think when you start comparing, it's easy to feel stuck. And and really what I find is it just means your focus is in the wrong place. So before – and it's really funny, Nick. So we, we did an episode on, on paradox not too long ago. And here, here I am. Earlier I said, stop thinking about yourself. And here I'm saying, stop thinking about others. Think about yourself. And again, contextually, hopefully they both make sense. Yeah, I, I definitely think they do. And really what this one is about is more or less realizing that other people care less about you than you think they do. <laughs> yeah. And it's not that they care less about you, at least from my experience. It's that they're so busy. Time is going so fast. They have a million problems of their own. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that they care less about you. They just have their own problems. They got their own fish to fry. Yeah. They're just so wrapped up in their own thing. Correct. So let's move to number five. To get unstuck, find heroes, find inspiration, read, read, and we talked about this, autobiographies of other people. And and again, this sounds dichotomous, but because we just said don't compare. Now I would say <laughs> find – you can compare when when it's serving. In other words, you may feel like – I don't want to say a bad word. You may not feel good about yourself, but guess what? You can always find people who are doing a lot worse. Yes. So I'm saying here, find heroes, find inspiration. You can also say, my. well, here's an example. How about this? The reason I did an Iron Man was I remember being transfixed. NBC does a great production of, of the Hawaiian Iron Man and whatever, this is 10 years-ish ago, and I'm sitting there on a Saturday, and I'm watching a guy with one leg, and I'm just blown away. He ends up not completing it, but he comes darn close, and I felt like all I could ask myself, Nick, is what's your excuse, Yeah. (laughs) right? And I'd never even run a 5K at that point, Mm. but I'm I'm literally thinking, what is this? Was so remarkable. This it's like a documentary. They take you through his battle, his struggle, losing the leg, working hard, and then to come up short. And then all I could say to myself is, what is my excuse? And I hadn't run a 5K, but it was that kind of thing that inspired me. Absolutely broke me out of any stuckness, if you will. Yeah, well, and I think that's the big di- distinction between this one and the last one is mm. number four it was more about comparing and kind of putting yourself down almost. Correct. Whereas right. this one's about 
inspiration, raising you up, taking you to that next level. Beautiful. All right, let's move to six. Challenge fear. I think we know, and by we, I mean everybody listening, the the one thing, so all behavior, all decisions are really based on this. It's either pleasure or pain. It's either driving pleasure or an avoidance of pain. What is number one or at least top five associated with pain is fear. So the the way excuse me, the, the way to battle through that is to challenge the fear, to take it head on. You know, it's, I don't know if it was Churchill, face the fear and the death of fear is certain. And for this, or I should say for everybody listening, there's, it's very personal. They all have something in particular that they can identify as holding them back. It's a fear of failure, perhaps. But once they and then remember the, you know, 20, 40, 60 rule, but drive through it, it could be presenting, you know, to the office manager or the president of the company, it could be writing a book. And my humble advice is just go through it, just face it. That's my experience. I mean, the Iron Man was uh, a bit frightening. The paddle was frightening. Writing a book, uh, the podcast, you know, I could go down the list. But the reality is um, that's, of course, where growth lies. Well, and, and I don't know if you've had a similar experience, but I've often found that where you feel, you know, that little bit of fear or that resistance, when you kind of face with that when trying to do a task that almost is like a compass. It's kind of actually guiding you the direction that you should probably go, that you need to push yourself to because you have that fear and resistance. It's, it's brilliant. I know I keep telling you that, but yeah, I think it's Seth uh, Godin who, who's, <laughs> who literally says, I use fear as my compass. And I don't know if you've seen that, but that one I haven't. No, it's a, it's a, it's just crazy. You said compass. That's exactly his mindset. I use fear as my compass. That's how I know I'm on the right track. All right. So what is number seven then? Check you out. He's counting. Um, he's got all his fingers out. I, I was so. say I'm running on the fingers here. So good thing it's only eight. It's yeah. I was gonna um, acknowledge it. You can't. You can't beat it if you resist it, if you don't accept it, if you don't acknowledge it. So some people will be stuck and not only are they miserable being stuck, they have a hard time admitting it. No, you know, everything's cool, man. <laughs> you know, it's like you can't you can't beat it if you're not acknowledging it. And, and the reason they're not acknowledging it, I think, is they realize there's pain on the other side um, and fear and all those other things. So, But the, the beginning of it is, and this would probably tie to number one, it's, it's that accurate thinking. It's, it's just acknowledging it. 
Yeah, and are you mainly talking about just acknowledging it to yourself or acknowledging it to other people or both? Just your just yourself. There's no I mean yeah, life is uh a very personal experience in the end. So, yeah, just yourself. Got it. And and really it helps you know kind of which way the wind is blowing, so to speak. Um if you go through that and you say, well, where was I? Again, going back to that accurate thinking, the first question, where was I a year ago? Where was I three years ago? Oh, am I really in the same place? Well, maybe I am. So that's accepting it and then moving through it. So that's seven. All right. We are down then to our last one. What is number eight? We are. And, you know, I could probably tack on another 10, but these are these are a great eight. And it's tracking once you identify what those behaviors are. So track it to me is how you move through it. You move through stuckness in small bites. It's the, the quote in the book that the most important step is the nearest one. You know, the best or the most important shot in golf is the next one. It's this idea that you can think big, you can have great big dreams. And by the way, this is a lot of stuck people. They have these big dreams. They talk about big things and they don't take the baby steps. And what I'm saying is if you track them, which by the way will help you form the habits that will help drive the momentum, then you get out of this stuck feeling, this stuck place. And that kind of brings me to my, my tip. It's, it's a bit of a funny story in that, so I moderate this group of entrepreneurs and one of the gals gave me, as part of the moderator, I have to limit everybody's time. So I have a four minute timer and I turn it upside down and then I turn it right side up. And she thought that was so neat around Christmas time. She she bought a timer for me. Not a big deal. It sat on the ground in a box for for two or three months. And unintentionally, it came out of the box. It was sitting by my computer. And of all things, because I actually write about this in The Habit Factor, how you use your timer on your phone and you write for 20 minutes. But this is taking it to another level for four minutes of just pure focus. So I had this sand timer. I just set it up. And before I knew it, I was just found terrific momentum. And the book was humming along. And, I, and I've been using this four-minute timer. And, and there are great advantages versus the phone. You know, you get text. You can browse. There's, there's all sorts of distractions, voicemails. Um, but this old school, as analog as you can get, sand timer was, has just been brilliant. And that ties right into tracking. So it's just this idea of going so small to get momentum to go big. So there you go, buddy. That's, 
Yeah, I love that. And that kind of goes back to a philosophy we've talked about a few times here on the podcast is just having the bar as low as possible. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And just whatever you can do to get that little win, you know, to take that one little step and then just stack them together and slowly it compounds and grows and the snowball is rolling downhill. Amen, brother. Amen. So that brings me to, I know we got to wrap this up. Um, and I don't know if you know, I think I mentioned it earlier, but something I did uh, probably over a year ago, again, because this is a common theme, I will get emails, but people saying they're stuck. So I created a webinar. It's like eight, I think 10 courses. Each one's 30 or 40 minutes. It's on the Habit Factor website. If this episode served you in any way, um, you enjoyed it and you want to please write a review, shoot me any part of the review. I will send you a coupon, basically a link that has 80% off the webinar course. Nice. So that's, and, and it's called the unstuck course. So it, it's really taking a much deeper dive and, and there's a bunch of other obviously content around this idea and I'd be happy to share that with you if uh, you found this valuable. Well, awesome, Martin. I think that's going to be an excellent resource for our listeners to really uh, dive deeper and help them get unstuck. So thanks again for an outstanding episode. You got it, buddy. We'll uh, chat very soon, I have a feeling. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Habits to Goals podcast. I'm so excited that you could be here with us as we explore the habit factor and how habits can actually change your life. We'd love to hear what your big takeaways were from the epi this episode. Simply go to thehabitfactor.com slash podcast. You can find all the episodes, all the previous episodes and the show notes there, as well as all the resources that were mentioned in this episode of the podcast. I also really want to encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or whatever podcast player you listen to because we are delivering a brand new episode to you each and every single Monday and I don't want you to miss a single one. So simply go to thehabitfactor.com slash iTunes and leave uh, and subscribe there. We'd also really encourage you, if you enjoy these episodes, the best way to show your appreciation is to simply go leave a review on iTunes because that helps so many other people find the podcast and realize that this is the podcast for them that could really have an impact in their life, their business, and in just their happiness and wellness. So thank you for tuning into this episode. Remember to go out there and create habits that lead to your success. If you're looking to grow your business using podcasting, but don't have the time to edit the audio, insert the intro and outro, write up the show notes, post the episode to all the different sites, and do all of the ridiculous back-end work that's required, then you need yourpodcastguru.com, where you bring the content and we take care of the rest. We'll even co-host the show for you. Visit yourpodcastguru.com right now to explode your audience and crush it in the podcasting world.